right. So today, oh, see, different. I set it up a little different. Today, we're going to talk about, I was just going to do a quick thing on staying positive in negative times. We, uh, we talk about things like that. But especially those of us in any kind of field of hypnosis, NLP, coaching, things like that, right, is what happens when you get negative? What happens when you get bummed out? What happens when this happens? Uh, first of all, I think the most important thing in the world of psychology, which I am, I am also a member of, they face this problem all the time. And part of that is, um, I call it the paradox of knowledge, some people call it the curse of knowledge, where you begin to think because you know so much, you know, that A, everyone knows what you know, but also two, you begin to think some of these rules do not apply to you, right? So it's like, you, know, you almost feel guilty when you're down and out or you're depressed a little bit or you're uh, angry, any of the neg more negative types of emotions, right? So the, you know, first of all, admit that there's that paradox of knowledge. And secondly, accept it, that you're feeling the way you're feeling. It's neither good, you know, like what we, what we would tell a client. Do you ever tell it to yourself? It's neither good nor bad. It's just what it is, right? And then after you can work through that, um, you, can, you can begin to look at maybe like why you're upset or depressed or angry or whatever it is, or what's driving it, the meanings of it. But first of all, you just have to step into it and acknowledge it and, 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 and do those things. And I like to say, one of the things which kind of goes with self-care is, uh, do you have, my wife will yell when I hear it say this, do you have a bitch buddy, right? Somebody you could just call and bitch about how crazy it is or how, and, and, and Dr. John can relate to this, in the clinical world, that's your clinical supervisor. Sometimes you just walk in and just like, I can't handle this, this client's crazy, I can't work with a pediophile, that was one I had to work through, or whatever it was, right? So may not be like that, but what about, you've been doing it a while, and they, in the world of psychology, not just us, and psychiatry, since 90% of your practice practices are like standalone, just like hypnotists, you don't have that clinical group you can go talk to, right? You don't have a group of people, you know, as Scott Sandlin was saying in Hypno Thoughts, where, you know, we're solo practitioners, which means you're by yourself, you're out on an island, right? So what happens when like you can't handle a client or, you know, you don't want to do this or just things are upsetting you? And part of that self-care is maybe having someone you could just process this out with, you know, that won't be judgmental because a lot of times we're afraid to talk about it because, um, you know, it's like, well, we're supposed to be above this because we have all these mental skill sets, whatever they do. And so part of that self-care that they always talk about is admitting and accepting whatever it is that you're feeling, uh, maybe get us someone you can talk it out with, not therapy necessarily, just talk it out. And because just like what happens in our client sessions, many times just talk the client talking out whatever they're going through works through 90% of it. Then you can step back into like, what's really upsetting me here? You know, you know, what, why is this going on? You know, I had a chance to do that this weekend, right? And Christina uh, got those calls, <laughs> right? Um, so yeah, so it's like, and then I could pull back after the first day where I was in a bad spot uh, with some situations going on. And 
after I got it out, then I, then I could pull back and look at like what's going on, what's really driving it, why, and all this other stuff, right? And then, then I, could, I could speed up the process and, and then do some of the things that we know how to do, circle of excellence, do all that. But while you're in the state, it's the old forest for the trees, right? The old forest for the trees, right? Um, in fact, I heard our dear friend, Tony Robbins, talk about this at the one, one of those master, what is it, what does he call it? Uh, Date with destiny things. And he talked about him being upset, right? And going through this stuff, which, and a couple people are like, wow, Tony Robbins gets upset. And uh, yeah, everybody does, right? And, and again, if you, if you ignore it or act like you can't, that makes it worse. Of course, a general one we all know, I think, but do we do it? Is avoid, avoid negative people, places, you know, and things. And especially the old turn off the news, right? I like some bad, you know, I try to stay informed, but some of it you just can't get into. But it's more important for me to stay away from negative people, you know, or the negative places, right? Because that, that doesn't, that doesn't, you know, um, serve me well. You know, it's kind of like, you know, um, what, what Sunday was the Super Bowl. And then I loved all the comments afterwards about the halftime show, right? And all these people complaining and all this other stuff, very negative. And one of my friends, big theatrical guy was really complaining. And somebody else flipped him when they said, well, you used to, used to direct these Disney shows and used to do this and this. Weren't you amazed at just the choreography, the, the getting all those people on a set, setting the set up, doing the show in real time, no redos, and then clear it off in less than 28 minutes? That was a logistical, from the theatrical viewpoint, you know, getting all the people, we, if you've ever been in that world, it's like, that's tough, right? It's like turning the set in this much time. And then the things that went on. And even if you didn't like the music, could you enjoy the, the thing? You know, and that was like, yeah, I can understand why you're, you're upset, but step back and do this, this, and this, right? So that's just some of the things. But I have to avoid certain people. Uh, you know, uh, for many years, there were a couple of people in my family I would avoid because they were, it's just too negative. Everything's negative, right? Um, and there's certain places that get negative, right? Um, uh, when I go to the health club, there's a group of people I just kind of avoid, you know, because all they do is just basically complain about everything, whether it's the health club, the world, the news. It's like, I don't need this, right? So I avoid that, right? Um, another quick one, and this has been empirically proven, is to help another person, right? Do a kind act for another person and do it if at all possible anonymously, right? I hate the, and it's true, you see the memes online about, you know, somebody helping out somebody, but taking a selfie of them, like giving money or, you know, handing out food. It's like, you know, you know, can you help another anonymously, you know, and not take the credit, not want to do anything. And then just the good feelings that comes from helping another, you know, and what they do with it the other day, when I was in this bad spot and I was pulling up to a place, and there was a person panhandling, you know, coming off the highway, which is where they set up. 
and you know they had their little sign whatever it was i don't remember um but i remember i rolled the window down and gave the guy a couple bucks a couple of dollars right and i don't know what he's gonna you know i don't know what he's gonna do with it that's not my responsibility i just you know i i it was going back to this, you know, to help another person anonymously, right? One of the issues that, that I notice when I get into these negative states is I'm comparing to another person, right? It's the old, I'm comparing my uh, insides to their outside. Oh, they're together, they're focused, they're energetic. Well, I don't know really what they are, but, you know, uh, we, we compare to, uh, you know, other people. It's like when I talk about that, you know, step toward being a badass, if you will, is you can't compare where you are right now if you're starting something or you're doing something to where an expert is, right? Because they're, they've been doing it for 20 or 30 years. They've been, you know, they, they know the tricks of the trade that you may not know yet, right? You have to kind of ease into it. So if you compare, you're setting yourself up for, you know, because usually people compare to an expert, so they can't match it, match up to that level, or just as badly, they're, they're comparing to people that maybe have never done it or whatever that they're doing. So they start feeling that superiority thing. So don't compare. And it's easier said than done, but you know, and if, you know, and then if you do see an expert doing something you want to do, if you begin to imagine where were they when they first started, you know, where were they when they first started, right? Um, what was their skill set like? What did they do to get there? And that'll help pull out some of the negativity that happens that feeds back into these neg negative states. And the last in this real quick talk today is the gratitude list. You know, even if you just think of two or three things that you're grateful for, um, Right. If you could just think of a couple of things you're grateful for that resets your reticular activating system. So you begin to look for things on the upbeat. Right. That, you know, if you start that way, it's like the old if you if you want a new car and you don't know what kind and suddenly you decide you're going to buy a Jeep, you'll see a Jeep everywhere you look the day before you wouldn't have noticed it. Same with this. If you get into a negative slump. If you start looking at things to be grateful for, begin, that alone will begin to pull you out of it because rather than looking at, you know, the world's going to hell in a handbasket or this is going on or that's going on, and you begin to think about things that are you're grateful for, uh, it helps you feel better. When I was in this spot the other day, as I began to do that, I'm like, you know, that really helped me. I thought, you know, hey, you know, I'm working on a film. I, I, you know, I got to do this. Uh, you know, it's like it flips my brain generally, as we say in the addiction community. It makes me realize ninety currently, ninety percent of my problems are Cadillac problems, right? It's like, you know, it's like I'm complaining about this, where other people are just, you know, in in a much worse space, right? Which also makes me want to help someone maybe anonymously, right? And again, if I stop avoiding the, if I avoid the negative people, places, things, things that make me feel negative, you know, talk it out with somebody I can share it with, it gets those feelings out. Then I can, then after I do some of this, then I can step back. So what was in this situation that was driving the negativity, that was driving the anger or the depression or 
whatever it is, right? And then also also go to the old, um, I'm gonna end with, take something from the addiction world, you know, it's called HALT. Trying to get, oh man, this, this pen doesn't wanna work, HALT, right? Halt. In the addiction world, they use this when you get in a negative place. It's it's been around since the 12-step program. So it's what 80 something years, going on 90 years. And they started this right away. Halt. When you get in a negative spot, pull back after you accept it, and then think, am I hungry, angry, lonely, or tired? All right? Because when you're hungry, your blood sugar drops and it can you know, and your brain gets out of whack, right? And then that can lead to being angry, right? Or when you're angry, your certain hormones change in your brain and it makes you, you know, once you find one thing to be angry about, you'll find something else, you know? The old, and another thing, you know, so when you've ever had that experience where you get angry and you're bitching about something and you go, and another thing that pisses me off, and another thing, right? Um, right? So yeah, so am I hungry, am I angry? Am I lonely? You know, the other day when that happened, that this was a driver of it. You know, I was off by myself. I didn't know anybody in the cast. Why would I? I never worked with them. Um, uh, so I was, you know, and the way the hours were, I couldn't go to my usual referee, my two refuges, which would be the health club to work out or like to a personal like 12 step meeting for myself. So that led this being lonely. So again, if I have a bitch buddy, at least then I'm connecting with another person. And of course, when I'm when you're tired, when you're tired, throws your system off, you make more mistakes. For many of us you get tired, you get more angry. And if you're a little bit hungry, when this is going on, it starts this cycle, you know, and again, when I was a little upset this weekend, one of the drivers was I was tired because it was a night shoot, right. And one of the things I've noticed as I've matured, you know, I can't go to bed at two in the morning, two thirty in the morning, and sleep till ten or eleven. I'm still up at like seven o'clock. It's that you know what happens as we mature. The things we used to make fun of our parents, now I'm doing. So I was tired because I wasn't sleeping like I was. I wasn't working out. Um, uh, you know, and I was somewhat lonely. So it's this halt. So when you get upset, when you're in one of these states, hungry, angry, lonely, or tired. Your, your mood's going to shift, things are going to change, and you can take charge of that by making sure you're eating, processing out your anger, getting with other people, you know, um, and doing some things, even if it's just be around other people. You know, I like I say, it's funny, I can do that going to the health club, even though I may not talk to and when I'm out of town and I go to a health club to work out, other than saying hi to maybe the desk, I'm not really talking to people but I'm around people because human, at least in my case, I accept humans are herd and group animals. I like to be around my tribe and part of my tribe is people that like to work out. And so when I'm there, I'm like, yeah, this is cool, right? And try to get the rest that you need. So that's just some things about, you know, when you get into a negative space, admit it, accept it, uh, maybe complain it out with someone else and part of your self-care is doing that. And then you can work through the why Avoid the negative people, places, things, especially the news. Help another, you know, don't compare. Get a gratitude list. And when all else fails, is this one of the drivers? Are you hungry? Are you angry? Are you lonely? Or are you tired? 
when you're one of those states, uh, the negativity can happen. So I'd like to thank you. I will turn off the recording.